0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to Mostly Film, your one-stop chaotic shop for all things in the world of cinema. I'm one of your hosts, Jonathan McQuarter, joined by my beautiful co-host, GP Payne.
1: What's up? It's been a minute.
0: I've been in Disney World. and you It's have. been awesome.
1: You got that after Disney glow about oh, you.
0: Man, I had a great time. Yeah. Um, I know you saw some of them because you could see it. Did you watch I them all? I saw all of them. You watched all no, of them? No, I, I like, no. I way.
1: double-tapped my way through as many as I was did like you, could. Did you
0: freeze on some?
1: Um... The food yeah, of ones, course. yeah. The food ones are I, great. I mostly freeze whenever you show the menu because you see the actual price. You see the price the, of all that well, stuff. Well, the price I'm not like, oh worried about because it's
0: a dining like a cruise. We're on the dining plan, so I don't pay attention to the price. Okay. You pay for see, that up front. Okay. I told you we talked about this one no, time. On I talk. don't remember. I think so. Maybe we just had another
1: conversation. I about had it. a conversation with Caitlin recently. And I'm I'm not the biggest Disney advocate not mm-hmm. that I don't not yeah. that I don't like it or anything I just don't necessarily do like it the more parks? the most yeah okay Disney the last and time Disney you've been to as a franchise okay um but if I was to go again I think we would have to go with you guys
0: <laughs> me and Abby because I told you before po- yeah. pre-pod we're thinking about yeah, going yeah. two more times this year yeah it's just, that's madness to and me. I it told to Abby, like, Abby I was like you know what it'd be fun JP and Caitlin, I we talked about we were actually walking yeah. out of Hollywood Studios one night Violet was asleep and we were pushing the stroller, and I was like, It'd be really fun to come with some friends down here. I said, But it'd have to be specific friends. That's not a shot to any of my other oh, friends, no. but I was like, JP and Caitlin, we are those and specific and friends. Alex, that would be like our little Bama group.
1: That yeah. would be a
0: fun group to no, go to Florida with. We
1: are those specific friends with most anything. Yeah, like we're very y'all, easy. Y'all would
0: have a great time. Yeah. And everybody at work watch my stories too. Yes. And everybody's like, very I didn't confused. know. Well, well, well. In, in a different way a lot of people this is going to be the opening Disney conversation about oh, what I've yeah. been doing I'm it's just going 10 crack days it of Disney so, so yep. they didn't know Disney had they. a lot of people associate Disney with like Magic Kingdom yeah people think of the little kid rides the castle turkey legs balloons character meet and greet totally that is
1: not it my is Disney experience yeah it has evolved
0: yes it's been evolved for a long time totally it, Disney is a place to go and eat and drink and escape into your childhood. Sure. Like there's nowhere else on the planet that you can go be in childhood nostalgia while eating and drinking great food and drink. Yeah. And just escape from the world. It's its own world. It's amazing. It's amazing. And like I said, the dining plan, you saw the price. Don't worry about it. It's like a cruise. You just pay for it all up front. That's so amazing. the dining plan comes with one sit down service meal, which is yeah. like the really fancy dinner, Yep. which like that Woody's roundup, yeah. all those, those are on the dining plan. So we don't have to pay for anything except for the tip. The tip's not included, which... Yeah, tip your waiters. Yeah, which that's waiters. not, I mean, if that's all you're paying out of pocket. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, And then you get two snack credits a day. So that's, you know, all those snacks I was posting, mm-hmm. like those, like the Epcot booths, like those cakes and all that kind of stuff. Those yeah. are all included. Now, I did run out and I had to pay I think I spent a total of $60 cash just wild but but that's not that's not bad considering Never. I had what 25 snacks and then um, you get one drink a meal like one alcoholic drink is included in the dining plan a meal yeah and so was the entree and the dessert anything wow. else so I mean that's all included and you get one quick service a day which is like their version of they call it, that's their fast food basically like gotcha. um, but their fast food is still like did you see the flatbread pizzas I mean
1: yeah the food doesn't look the best, yeah. So a quick but, service. That's that. That's like yeah.
0: what most people just go and eat. Totally. But it's still really good food. It doesn't look as good, but it tastes yeah. really good. Okay. So anyway, that's all included. It's great. Yeah, it's crazy. Great deal. So you got to bundle your room, bundle your dining plan, bundle your Park Harper, your Memory Maker, all those pictures I showed you. Like they yeah. take those pictures of you. It's great. It's great investment. All right. And when you have a kid, it's about to come. Now you won't take them. Although I did see, so I saw more newborns this year. Well, like COVID the first, babies. Yeah, like in, I'm talking like fresh out the womb. Oh, wow. Like less than a f- couple months old. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. And no offense, I don't see the point. I mean, no, I was going to say don't okay. do that. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, they, no, thank you. Yeah. I just don't. Like, I was thinking like we took Violet at a year and a half mm-hmm. last May and then we took her at two and a half. Yeah. The difference between these, these <laughs> this year was wild. Violet was so agreeable and. Loved everything, but couldn't really express it all. Yeah, she just was taking. She was just there and taking it in and loved it. She was old enough to, you know, smile like it. She talked to us. You know, you could talk. This year, oh, she's all in. She's all in, and she's opinionated. Oh, what you didn't see on all my stories were the meltdowns (laughs) and the temper tantrums and the. I I had a feeling. I had a feeling there were plenty. There were a plethora
1: (laughs) of those. uh, we're we're around each other enough now to. I've witnessed the meltdowns. You, you
0: know, like I've never seen. We had it. We had a meltdown. Where we just she laid in the parking lot and we just sat there. Just <laughs> let her. Well, like, You know what? You want to be a uh, baby about it, or let you be a baby about it? Good for you. So yeah, we had some of those. Um, <laughs> but now that Violet's doing it, I didn't realize all the kids at Disney do that. Yeah. Like I was so I've never in my thirty plus times going paid attention to other kids' tantrums until Violet started having tantrums. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh. Wait, all toddlers have tantrums yeah. at Disney. Okay. It's not just me. Yeah. So it was, I was, but anyway, yes, Disney's fantastic, but you go for the food, you go for the drinks. And there were some really good rides too. I got to see my brother, uh, and brother in law, my sister down there. That yeah. was a fun time. Spent so a couple days a baby? down there with them. They're having a baby. I'm having yeah. a boy. Um, they're moving to Ohio. So, oh, uh, yeah. back with this the, family in, in a week and a half. Wow. Yep. Be, they'll just be about two and a half, three hours away from here. Nice. So, yep. Um, so they'll be back. Uh, got to see my boy Dawson get married to my wife's little sister Ellie yeah the wedding was down there you're a video guy did you see the video I shared yeah that's pretty good it was pretty good that guy you'd like him too he's a good yeah. dude cool yeah he, uh, was he local Hopkinsville okay cool Cool. yeah they're actually featured in People's like People magazines yeah top, up and coming video nice people they were awesome people yeah they were I great. could
1: never do videography like wedding videography I think it
0: would be so much fun yeah but I don't think I could do it. No, I couldn't do it. No. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so the, the wedding was fantastic. The wedding was beautiful. We had a great time with that. Um. Abby lost her phone. That was a whole I saw that, nightmare. Yeah. Um. I can imagine. But so, someone turned it in. We got it back. No issues. Well, a lot of issues, but got it back. Yeah. Um, my uncle or Abby's uncle, Josh lost his wallet with a bunch of cash and uh, credit cards, all that stuff in it. Got oh, turned wow. in. All of it was still there. Look at that. Disney's the only place on the planet yeah, that that'll happen. Wow, I guarantee it. Like, like that often. Like so, at Disney, the place she lost her phone at was Magic Kingdom. Yeah, and it was after hours because we stayed after hours. We were there, and um, uh, when we got there, it opened the next morning. It had already been shipped to Disney Springs, and I was like, "Why?" They said they lose about twenty phones a day per park. Holy cow! That's just per <laughs> park. That's just phones. Yeah. So they send it to their lost and found depot, at Disney Springs. So later that day, after it was ready for pickup, I went to pick it up. That there were no exaggeration, probably thousands of phones in there. And I have a theory, and I bet it's not like a secret. So, a lot of the people you see there, they have iPads, iPhones. Some of them have the two cameras, some of them have three, all sorts of the workers have them to help people maneuver, like scan stuff. You know, they're just their sure. company. phones. I guarantee you, because you have a third there, the window I could show you, like where Abby's wanted me to claim or where Disney wanted me to come claim her phone, like you have 30 days. And after 30 days, the f- you can't claim the phone anymore. My guess is Disney keeps them after 30 days. Like, hey, you lost your phone. They have like a 30-day window, I guess. And after 30 days, they probably... My guess is, based on how many iPhones and iPads they have, it would make sense for them to wipe them and then use them for their company.
1: Oh, I'm sure. Or sell them.
0: I think Disney's probably reselling people's
1: phones. I mean, could fund something. It could. minor. (laughs) Around the park.
0: But... Yeah, so that, that, that I got to see some weird behind the scenes stuff like that. Um, I got evacuated off my first ride at Disney. That was wild. Oh, um, like
1: mid mid ride. Yeah. Okay. It stopped.
0: It was the People Mover of all rides, which is the most tame ride. It takes you across a whole tour basically of Tomorrowland. Yeah. Um, it broke down. And we had to walk a half mile um, up above the park, which was very terrifying. Because well, not I'm not scared of heights, but it was terrifying because you have like a very narrow, like from. I don't know, like maybe a foot on each side. It's yeah, a very narrow yeah, walkway. I mean, like, yeah. And you're like four stories in the air. And there's like a small bar because you're not meant to be walking on the sides unless totally. it's an emergency. And we're getting evacuated on that and I have a toddler in my arms who's kind of irritated. So I'm like, Oh, Violet was still. with you. Oh, yeah. And oh. I had to carry her because it was a long oh, walk. Yeah. So that was kind of like in my oh, yeah. head. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm all right. Be little so I had her on this side. I was like, if things happen, I'm going to throw her into this cart. And then I'm gonna die. <laughs> yeah, throw myself off. Okay, so I was trying to prepare. Yeah. Um. And then the last thing I want to note, um, I'm old. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw the story or not. No. I'm having drinks with Ellie's bridesmaids. Yes. Well, well, my wife, and um, there was this drink at the Abra bar, which you would very much enjoy that place. Okay. It's a very cool bar at in uh, Epcot. Uh, well, on the boardwalk, which is a part of Epcot. Yeah. Um, or adjacent to Epcot. Anyway, and it was called the Who Okay. spelled h-o-o or H H O O D U N N I T, and one of the guys in the one of ellie's best friends his name's cameron he was down there and he goes hood unit That's how it's like one word hood unit the It. and i was like huh that's funny hood unit they're like why'd you say it like that i was like g unit they're like what i was like g unit they're like i don't think i know a g unit is stop it i don't stop it you know what G don't you don't do this to me. I'm sorry. I was to Oh my god. I'm sorry. I wasn't gonna call anybody tonight.
1: And now I'm calling Tanner. I don't Tanner. believe that. I don't believe that. I'm calling Tanner right now. That. I don't believe that you went into this podcast thinking I'm not gonna call somebody. No, but I wasn't thinking <laughs> I was either. <laughs> I never think you do. I wholeheartedly believe it just happens. And you here don't we know are. what G unit is. I mean off the dome, no. <sighs> Frickin. Yeah. Lame. Uh
0: G-Unit. You keep saying these <laughs> words. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so I'm basically yeah. having this like crisis in my head. Like, uh how do you guys not know what G-Unit is? Like, sure. It's a, it's a rap. Okay, I'll give you a hint. It's a rap group. Yeah. That help you any? No, I assumed it was a rap group. Who's the main guy of G-Unit? I don't know. 50 Cent. Okay. G-Unit. That still doesn't ring any bells? No, it doesn't. Bro, i was not It's kind of like sheltered. DJ Khaled. Like before before DJ Khaled was shouting we the best, mm-hmm. 50 Cent was shouting "G, you did All right. Freaking lame. Sorry. <sighs> I'm, I'm calling one more person. If they don't answer, I give up. He always answers. He he does, but I mean Kyle's even I older than me. Would.
1: Yeah, I guess he would know.
0: But I don't know, Kyle. Well, he had the bed of sin, so he might know. The <laughs> boat. Well, this was a developing situation yes yeah the no, no. satin sheets, the satin the red satin sheets yeah back in his college days um so it's <laughs> how right. no okay no no one no one's answering their well, films tonight
1: i take your word for it okay it's whatever. a travesty
0: anyway yeah so i'm sitting with all these young kids and i'm like g unit they didn't know what it was like jp and now i guess i'm just i mean you are younger than me so I am. a year Maybe. Well, that year must make a big difference. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, that's, well, that's it. I had a great time. I had a really good time. My favorite restaurant that's new to us was Woody's Roundup. Blast. Nice. Loved it. All you can eat food. That Nohana was all you can eat. And it was just meats for days. Nice. Awesome. Anyway, that's what I've been doing. Awesome. And then I I slammed in three movies yesterday in addition to the Super Bowl. I watched The Beekeeper, um, American Fiction, and Anyone But You. That, I, a lot of movies in just a day mm-hmm. well granted the beekeeper fell asleep last night about an hour in had to break it up today yeah, a little bit so it. um what have you been doing
1: man i have been busy i had a lot of work stuff come up um still kind of working through all that this week but it was pretty chill i um, still prepping for baby um i don't know if i announced on here but found out we're having a girl so yeah well i knew yeah that. we're excited um and other than that I watched a lot of movies as well.
0: You watched? Um, I, I didn't even notice how many movies you watched. I watched five also.
1: movies today.
0: Yes, I watched five movies today. <laughs> hey, I wrote four pages of my book today. <laughs> You're writing a book? Yeah, finally started it. That revival thing I've been talking about. Oh, yes. Started off as a screenplay. Yes, and I did, I got tired of having to literally screenplays I, are actually I think they're harder, more detail oriented. Yes, than I, it's, it's a weird dichotomy because. And on one hand you don't have to have as much dialogue per se mm-hmm. for a screenplay as you do a novel yeah but the intricacies and details that are in a screenplay don't have to be quite as much as in a novel yeah so I wrote like 10 pages of the screenplay for it yeah and I was looking at it again today because you know I'm kind of I'm just done with work so and the one thing about car industry well, side tangent here we will eventually get to we're only doing one podcast so I don't feel as rushed for time because I'm not cramming it in now next week will be different because we got a surprise for y'all. Okay, yeah. But anyway, um, you spend so much dead. There's so much dead time in the car industry, and you spend a lot of time. We throw to the cornhole. We play football. We just sit at yeah. each other's desk and talk about life and watch TikTok. Well, I decided after this vacation, I was like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. A, B, if I while I'm there, as long as I'm going to be there, I'm going to be more productive with my time.
1: I that's all I've been asking. What some podcast stuff promote this do, thing
0: i didn't do that no but I, know. I started a book instead and uh i had one, one of the guys huge fiction fan super nerd yeah he read the he read the first few pages i wrote and he goes i'm not saying this just because i like you he goes i would totally read this if this is if you like finish it and like yeah. it makes sense he goes this is awesome i don't want to read more i was like <laughs> well good it's a psychological religious trauma book hey So there's an audience for that. I mean, tell me this isn't a pretty strong character name. Solomon Harrow. I guess so. Yeah. For a villain. Yeah. H-A-R-R-O. And then um, what was the other name? Jeremy Herrera. Had another one. Had some good names. Pretty good names in this one. I can't remember the girl Vanessa something. Kirby. No. (laughs) Wasn't that. I think it was Vanessa Hudgens. But anyway. uh, Sorry. Whatever you were saying. Go ahead. uh uh, yeah i just
1: i'd watched a lot of movies i don't know Um, how i got on i don't either i'm looking back i'm I'm not sure but it was it was a good week um you know ready ready to to get back into podcasting
0: yeah and so speaking of podcasting then we'll jump into our trailers in order for me to create content two things got to happen what i'm gonna need you to send me some movie Movie palette, so I can do a get to know you with JP because we've never done like a proper post introducing ourselves. Oh ever God. And we should make a video.
1: No, I'm not. Doing yeah, well, we should. Like, hey, I'm
0: am JP, and this is my this is my movie preference, my palette, my movie palette. Yeah, and well, stuff like that. I don't know if it's necessary. Yeah, I think we it can, is. We can workshop
1: that later. Yeah, we workshop it later.
0: Well, you know, we got to get some real focused content. Yeah. So speaking of focus mostly focus we need to get some. I know. We can talk about a podcast off off pod.
1: There's been and me and so Abby talked stuff.
0: about doing mostly marriage. and yeah. that. And now we're talking about doing mostly Disney. And, oh God! And then trademark. And then mostly gaming. And then we just have a whole mostly family. One thing we can't do is mostly sports. That's already a thing. Yeah. Well,
1: I don't want to do that anyway. Good. So I mean, Tanner might have. Me and Tanner, you y'all know, talk about a a sports. I
0: need somebody else to step up. I can't no. lead all of these now. And Scotty still wants to do that mostly music. but yeah. I don't want to call it mostly music. For some reason I just don't like how that sounds. Mostly tunes. No, it's worse. Okay, mostly jams. Maybe I don't like that either. Mostly anyway, hits. let's talk about twisters. Yes, and I'm not talking about the titty variety. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there you go. We're back. <laughs>
0: titty twisters. We're back. That's a pretty tame joke. That's that's, that's like that's PG. Well, that's yeah, PG. Humor yeah, just right no there. context.
1: though. not talking about titties you just
0: well I feel like I feel like that's a pretty solid lead in let's talk about twisters and not titties and not the titty kind that's okay. what I said yeah, yeah titty twisters that's pretty that's a pretty good lead it's, it's okay alright so this was a Super Bowl air. speaking of which Super Bowls last night the Chiefs won I didn't really care who won the game I didn't really like either team to be honest
1: I didn't care either but, I would have been fine with Chris McCaffrey getting his first Super Bowl Um yeah. my fantasy running back two years <laughs> in a row lose to Would me every nice. time. I do. I do. Every I do time I lose to you every time. Tumpsy <laughs> go, baby. Fine.
0: It's fine. Um but yeah. So there were a lot of surprises the Super Bowl. Um the Twisters, I had no clue this was existed. I did. I had, somehow I missed this completely. I it did
1: no- it did feel like when it was released like a like almost April Foolsy. Like it it it, it was a joke. Like the trailer? Um, no, the Because i I've I've known they were doing this. I oh, knew that yeah, I missed I it knew- somewhere knew that glenn powell was attached to it and and you know all this stuff um yeah but yeah i mean it looks it looks great you've got you know and the <laughs> an amazing concept well yeah it's you know basically a
0: it's a it's actually a direct sequel to the 1996 film um starting this one stars daisy Edgar jones glenn powell david corner sweat corn sweat corner sweat <laughs> anthony ramos and brandon perea and uh, which David Cornsweat is having his. Why am I drawing a name? Priscilla Saltburn, Jacob Alorty moment. OK, because uh, he's also the new Superman in the James Gunn. Yeah, universe. You that's know, he's, where he looks
1: familiar. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, so this is directed by Lee Isaac Chung, who I went and looked at his filmography. It, Minari's the only thing I know of him. Listen, so.
1: the 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 announcing of. Lee Isaac Chung as director was shocking.
0: Yeah, same as he does not strike me as the. Uh, disaster thriller kind Which of director.
1: Gives me hope. Because it does.
0: But so now we 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 watched the trailer. I watched it last time yeah. we watched it again together today. To me, I wanted to feel more excitement from this trailer than I did. This I thought the CGI didn't look fantastic in this. Uh yeah. I I thought Twister and Night of the Twisters both looked better than this. <laughs> Yeah. Um, not as bright and obviously in like Twister, now the twisters mostly take place at nighttime. This has daytime shots and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, you know, by default, it's gonna look a little you're gonna have more CGI. But um something about this trailer just didn't like am I gonna watch it? I'm a sucker for a disaster movie. Day after tomorrow is probably one of my all-time favorite films. Yeah. But something about this just didn't quite land all the right hits for me. I think Glenn Powell is a great, great casting choice, and I think Daisy Edgar Jones is as well. Um, and we'll talk about later. We'll talk about anyone but you. Glenn Powell is on his way to Tom Cruise kind of level status. I think you I mentioned that one Tom time. Tom Cruise, yeah. No, I, th- yeah. He's Pitt. Pitt. I think
1: it's Brad Pitt.
0: Yeah, I think you did say Brad Pitt. But yeah. t- but talking about more like he's just gonna be like a he's, solid He's a
1: Hollywood star. Yeah,
0: he's gonna be he's but then again, the hitman. I don't know. Glenn Powell could
1: No, that's the thing with a Hollywood star is they have range. They have the depth to go. But you're to not, like, he's
0: not going to be like a Leo, like a generation defining actor or anything like that.
1: Leo is a Hollywood star, like a Hollywood actor, though. Like OK, a Hollywood hall. star going. I but don't know. They if have pals but, a Leo, but he has the range to just do something super commercial and very, you know. Populous like twisters like. But does Brad Pitt do the very commercial populist stuff? He has in the past. When? Mr. I mean, and Mrs. Smith, maybe. I mean, yeah, it's very commercial. I feel like he does less than Tom Cruise. That's what I'm thinking. I think Tom Cruise is probably more Glenn Powellish. Tom Cruise is just like an amazing actor, like completely transitioned to an action star. Yeah. Like he he's not going to do your eyes wide shut anymore or um, I almost said blue velvet, but um, Vanilla Scott. Yeah, Vanilla Scott. Like he's not going to go there mm-hmm. anymore because he doesn't have to. Right. It's the same with Brad Pitt. He's doing bullet train. He's doing, you know, Although Tarantino he, stuff yeah, yeah
0: let's say that's one news story we didn't have he's yeah. starring as in Tarantino's
1: final movie that, And I, I guess that's the point I'm making is up and coming Hollywood star for me is defined by an actor that has amazing amazing range that can do your Oscar bait type of stuff but is totally fine with a low B tier type of movie yeah. just knowing it's going to be hit at the box office yeah like it's going like to generate some movie <laughs> Or anyone but you. you know. Like, I liked
0: that movie. I yeah, know we'll, we'll talk, talk about it later. Yeah, we'll talk about it later.
1: It makes total sense having a Glenn Powell. In fact, I think it elevates it a little bit. Yeah. So. I agree.
0: I agree. I, I, generally, I generally agree. I do think Glenn Powell is already, and this is going to be a hot take. Okay. I think he's already solidified himself above like the Chris Hemsworth and the Chris Evans and that genre of actor already. Oh, that's bold. I think so. I think I've seen enough to think he's going to eclipse them Sooner rather than okay. later. But anyway, Twisters looks really good. I'm doubly encouraged that it's being produced by the Amblin Company, so Spielberg's company's back in it, so that does give me a little more hope because, like I said, the trailer didn't necessarily sell me all the way on it. Yeah. And it should have just because it's a tornado thing. Um, sure. But something about it was missing for me. But as a whole, I'm still excited about it because uh, of all the surrounding pieces uh, to it. So, do you have any more thoughts on Twisters? Nope. Right, let's talk about Cuckoo or Cuckoo. Um, this is a new 2024 um, thriller horror movie. Uh, The synopsis in letterbox says, Fear! It's call! Gretchen travels to the German Alps with her father and stepmother. In the resort town where they are staying, she comes across some dark secrets. She hears strange noises and is plagued by frightening visions of a woman chasing her. Gretchen is drawn into a conspiracy involving bizarre experiments by the resort's owner that echoes back generations. Um, So, that trailer does not give you
1: well to outside be of fair Hunter
0: Schaffer, that Dan it, Stevens and Jessica Henwick are both starring in this and Martin Koskoskis, which i've seen his face in a ton of stuff
1: yeah it, to be fair i put this in the trailers i think this, this is more of a teaser um we'll get more context i think in the future but i mean
0: it was enough to get me excited for it oh uh, yeah and the the still on here looks pretty good too
1: this looks like it'll be very gritty um and knowing that this is going to be set in the german alps like Something about European horror, it, it just kind of hits different, man. And yeah, it's kind well, of a big yeah, trend. A... Um, so I will probably wait to watch this. Uh, I'll let you watch it. <laughs> I'll get the I'll get the popular you stuff. Know, I don't love horror films. I know you don't, but you know, you're more likely to watch it than me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah, it it, it looks hard. it it looks pretty good. I mean, I can't say it looks good or bad based off the teaser, but based off the cast. I'm okay.
1: Yeah. Hunter Schaefer is like, it's hard to say because she's in one of the more popular TV shows in euphoria, mm-hmm. but she has acting chops. I think she's really, I think she's trying to find herself as an actress. Yeah. Um, kind of breaking away from TV. Uh, so we'll see, we'll see what comes of it.
0: Um, yeah. So as a whole, I wait with bated
1: breath. Okay.
0: Uh, wicked part one. Uh, this was a Super Bowl commercial, uh, Last night, this is directed by John Chu, who's famous for uh, Crazy Rich Asians, Now You See Me, Two Into the Heights, the GI Joe movie, Step Up Two and Three, um, a couple of Justin Bieber music videos, yes yeah. um, and is based off the Broadway play. Uh, this is starring Cynthia Erivo, uh, Ariana Grande, Jonathan Bailey, Jeff Goldblum, Michelle Yao, Ethan Slater, uh, amongst some others. Um, this visually looks very enjoyable it gives me really? the uh, visually yes did you see uh franco's oz film
1: uh bits of it i haven't I never watched the whole it's thing pre- i think it's, it's pretty good yeah
0: and it reminds me of
1: that was visually. that um who directed it oz yeah um that wasn't um i don't know why i want to say it wasn't burton uh, burton was it it just had that it had that vibe though if i remember right like, it just felt very, um, yeah.
0: I don't know if I'm ever going to find it. I know you can't hear me. Hang on. But what, what was your thought on the trailer?
1: Because I got some thoughts on it. So, I am pretty uh, indifferent when it comes to, I mean, this will be a musical, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, with it be a direct remake? Sam Raimi. Okay. I uh but for this uh for this remake I'm I'm excited I guess. Um Ariana Grande think whatever you want. I I think she's extremely talented. Um and Cat is also Cat is an all-star. Um will always be. Um but with Wait, who's an all-star? Cat from Justified or Not Justified? What, what is the Nickelodeon series that she was in? Ariel Grande? Grande. Yeah, she was a Nickelodeon star.
0: Yeah, I knew that, but I never watched the show and I definitely couldn't tell her you. Her name me.
1: was Kat. Victorious. Victorious,
0: that was it. I literally say, I'll never be able to tell you the name of it, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh okay. That's one of my issues. Ariel Grande, does she why does she looks so weird? I don't know. She her, looks, she's got, she got looks like really, super,
1: super bug eyes. She looks
0: really white. And her eyebrows look like they aren't there. Yeah. So she's got shaved eyebrows. Yeah. She looks like an AI
1: generated uh, Ariana yeah. Grande. It looked weird. She looked very strange. There is something kind of unsettling about this movie. Not unsettling like it's it's like, like scary or anything. no, but yeah. it's just like it's, there, there was it's something weird
0: off to yeah. me about it. Um, and maybe it's because it's a Broadway adaptation. I don't know. Sure. Um, I also don't know about Cynthia Erivo as the star. Um, I like Cynthia Erivo. I loved her in Bad Times of the El Royale. Um, I've seen her a couple other films. I think she's a great actress. I just don't know if I love her casting here. And the same way I don't think I love Ariana Grande's casting here. Um, this has got a lot of, but I know it's a musical, so you got to have some powerhouses. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if this is into, I love the Oz universe. Anything that's typically set in Oz, I enjoy. However, this one's, um, a musical and I don't love everything about the casting. So, but the director, is a proven director, so I mean I have faith. But as a whole, I'm very tepid on this one. Yeah.
1: So let's uh, let's move on to something that um, <laughs> is uh, very unsettling, to say the least. Not like, for me. I'm excited I mean, about this. I'm excited too, but I am going up with uh, my safety goggles on. Yeah. Um. For uh, long legs. Yeah, because this is this is way scarier than I was anticipating. Yeah, same.
0: I knew nothing about the film outside of the who was starring in it and that it was a neon film.
1: Yes. Um, so, synopsis for this, though, if you didn't know, is uh, every year there's another. Uh, F- this follows FBI agent Lee Harker as uh, a gifted new recruit assigned to an unsolved case as an elusive serial killer. Um, as the case takes complex turns, unearthing evidence of connections to the occult practices, Harker discovers a personal connection to the mer- uh, merciless killer and must race against time to stop him before he strikes again. Um, this feels like Silence of the Lamb meets Zodiac. Yeah. Uh, in the most unsettling ways that it could be. Um, Silence of the Lambs is one of those movies I never got why people thought that was a scary movie. Same. and And Zodiac was one that I wanted more. Same scare out of exactly. it. Exactly, it was too procedural, and so it's a great film. Great yeah, film. it is. It's an amazing movie, and it's it's procedural. I feel like in all the right ways, but it's you could see where you could go in a totally different direction of that, yep. and it'd still be successful. Yep. Um. So yeah, this will be absolutely insane. We don't see Nicholas Cage, but we know that Nicholas well, Cage is you in this. Him. He's got, you got the final him.
0: voice bit or the sound bite,
1: and I feel like it's gonna be a manifestation of. All the cageest cage we could ever imagine.
0: It's basically gonna be full-fledged nightmare cage from Dream Scenario, I think the whole time.
1: Okay. Has haven't seen Dream Scenario yet. Oh so I my don't know. gosh.
0: What? <laughs> we would have talked about it if I'd watched it yet. I forgot you haven't seen that. You gotta watch that for next week. I'd love to discuss <sighs> Dream Scenario with you. Maybe
1: so good. Uh, maybe that can be our Valentine's movie, me and Caitlin watch.
0: It's great. <laughs> it's so good. It's it's got some love aspects to it, actually. Sure, yeah it won't be it but anyway yeah this is makia monroe and um not nicholas cage it's neon it's horror it's uh, satanic i don't know yeah i am all in on
1: long legs the the director um osgood perkins black coach daughter's all i know him from yeah he is all he's all into the horror vein so i mean expect but like
0: black coach daughter that's the only one I know and I've seen it a long time ago. Yeah. I don't know when it came out. Probably when I was... 15. Okay, 20, I was gonna 15. say 14, 13. So, yeah. I saw it once and it was like one of those mind-trippy movies. So, I'm all in on that. Uh, sure. It's like a smart horror kind of thing. Um, And like the one he just clicked on. was that Hansel and Gretel? Yeah, Gretel yeah. Hansel. Uh, it's also a twist. So, he likes to do these...
1: He looks very familiar though. Well, so he's, he's in, got, he's in, he's in movies. Yeah. Yeah, that's...
0: Anyways. Anyway, yeah, long legs. Super excited. Super high up on my list um, for this year. Probably actually one of my most anticipated movies. Um, unfortunately, it's gonna fall just behind our next one to discuss. Yeah, uh, Deadpool and Wolverine. Uh, oh my gosh! Oh yeah, my it gosh. was
1: officially announced. With this it is oh not Deadpool three. Gosh. It is Deadpool and Wolverine? Um, listen, they're go. They're going full head of steam into. You know, the the Deadpool first ever of Disney this. Redpool,
0: Red Band trailer. Yeah. And pegging
1: was mentioned.
0: Yeah. He literally said, Is this supposed to scare me? Because, uh, oh, how does he word it? Uh, I, I don't remember. Something like, Because pegging isn't a first for me, but it is for Disney and looks mm-hmm. right at the camera.
1: And, uh, the, and that is the Deadpool that like everybody, like, since. And everybody was scared Disney was going to censor. Yeah.
0: And they didn't. They even let them use the Disney yeah. line, which is great. They needed to for that. Uh, this movie is going to be, my hope is, the reboot that Marvel needs. Um, and I think they're also hoping yeah. it's the reboot that Marvel needs. And if I'm being honest, they need to let, now that James Gunn's gone, Yeah, they need to let people like Sean Levy take the reins of Marvel. Not from Kevin Feige, it's not what I mean, but like, no, just that creative freedom that, that James Gunn has had. Correct. Let him and people like him, because Takiyo Watiti's just kind of lost his mind in terms of that kind of stuff. Yeah, he's, he's done. We he, will not see. He, no, he Marvel. he's out. So, but like, those are the type of people, though. Like, when Marvel was first starting, they tapped. That's the kind of people they need to be leaning into, I think, to bring the franchise back. Yeah. Uh, or defranchises back. So I think it'll be a good soft reboot, uh, or maybe even a hard reboot. Um, just the little teases you see in there. I'm I'm, I'm so excited for Deadpool. This looks, this looks perfect. It hit all the notes I needed it to hit without showing too much. So all in for Deadpool and Wolverine, uh, next one, a quiet place day one, unless you have any thoughts on Deadpool besides that. Uh, so this is, uh, the prequel to a quiet place and a quiet place. Part two, uh, what are your thoughts on the first two Quiet Place films?
1: You, well, you haven't well, seen. I've only seen the first one, and I that was honestly, I watched that, um, pretty close to the time it came out, and I was surprised how much I enjoyed it, knowing knowing what we know now as far as like how I, how I enjoy horror movies. I don't normally, but um, I thought it was really creative. John Krasinski is surprisingly just like really creative um mm-hmm. and i thought yeah every, everything with that movie was was satisfying like it it didn't leave an itch unscratched i yep. feel like so.
0: same um and w- one of the coolest things about all three of these films um well and quiet place 3 is announced it's just waiting for that one uh, michael bay's a producer for all of these too. Oh, so which makes more sense with some yep. of the action sequences but yeah um the first one obviously stars John Krasinski Emily Blunt the second one stars Cillian Murphy and Emily Blunt yes there's a quiet place part three that's coming out later but it's later Uh, this was the prequel and this one is actually not directed by John Krasinski Uh, it is produced and written by him Um, it's directed by Michael Saranowski who directed Pig Um, okay so that's interesting that uh he i was just seeing this other movie that he directed as a yeah. short film anyway so pig that's a that's an interesting vibe for this but he's got the cast to do it so this is the prequel to obviously day one the invasion how it happens it's starring it stars lupita nyong'o joseph quinn which if you're a stranger things fan that's eddie yeah from stranger things alex wolf which is a great casting i've never seen a bad alex wolf movie um that's our boy from hereditary yeah okay and then uh digimon Hanunsu. Uh, who are, I like most everything he's into. um, It hit all the right notes. It's tense. It's going to be more disastrous than I think the other two, which is going to, I think, turn some people off. Uh, but I think it's going to, I mean, it's a day one, so you're going to yeah. obviously have more of that. So A lot of fallout. Uh, yeah, this kind of gives me World War Z vibes with aliens, and mm-hmm. I'm all in with that. So get, get, pump that into my veins. I like the Quiet Place universe. I'm excited we're getting more cool. more time in it. Uh, Last one late night with the devil and this was a late addition to us this is a paul dalmatia am i saying his name right
1: um i think so yeah des, oh, i'm typing it in right des, now this das, maschen, das maschen? Del, del,
0: del, del smash, i don't know that i don't know um oh this is actually a 2023 film must have been a festival. Uh, the live television event that shocked a nation. A live broadcast of a late night talk show in 1977 goes horribly wrong unleashing evil into the nation's living rooms. Um, You and I are both watching this trailer. Um, It gave heavy... Well, I, I said Rob Zombie vibes. Yeah, uh,
1: that's what it felt like for me uh, as well.
0: It's like over the top, bright colors and the the pop-up letters that come on, just the, the way the camera flashes and pans with the colors and the lighting. It's just... It looks just bonkers. Yeah. It's not... It doesn't look overtly scary. Kind of like House of a... Thou- You've now watched House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. Did you watch Devil's Rejects? No. Oh, you should. You, you yeah, should really finish that trilogy. Oh, out. Well. At some uh, point. But life. that House of a Thousand Corpses, it seems scary on the outside when you really get to watch it. It's just camp. Yes. And this is, feels like that. It
1: feels campy, but in a... Nostalgia it's a weird weird way to say it, but a yeah. nostalgia kind of way where it yeah, calls back to I that. Feel like we don't get a lot of problems
0: on, on B movies anymore. Yeah. And this feels like that. So uh I, I'm looking at the reviews, half the people follow uh three and a half, five and a half or four and a half, five, 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 four and a half, four and a half, five, 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 five. five, five. So the people who have seen it are pretty high on it. Um nice. I think you can actually watch this now. I don't know where. I don't either. I don't know, I'm gonna look into this later because if I can yeah. watch this, I'll watch this this week. I would
1: say I saw this on social somewhere. Like, yeah, because it's not it on Twitter somewhere.
0: So I'm not sure. Maybe it's on Look. Anyway, that's our trailer roundup. Uh, are you gonna watch Late Night with the Devil though, and A Quiet Place Part uh, I, or Day One? Because those are both kind of scary.
1: Probably not Quiet Place, just because I'm not invested in it as much. If I if I jump into Brazilian the other ones, Murphy. yeah. Um. So possibly, but Late Night with the Devil, probably in the daylight at like ten thirty in the afternoon. What about uh dead uh long legs? Uh yeah, I probably will, but I That's the Maiden Alley watch. We'll go see it together. (sighs) Hold your hand. Man.
0: Um all right. Well that brings us to what we've been watching. Yeah. Um we've watched three of the same. So why don't you start with a couple that
1: you saw
0: that I have not now I've seen Onward.
1: Yeah, Onward, honestly I'll I'll just I'll start there because that was my least interesting, um, that was just a Caitlin watch me and Caitlin fired it up. You one both night. have seen it though. Yeah. We'd both seen it, but Great it's, film. it honestly, and this was a thought I had and I almost text you about it because it was, it was fresh, but you were, I think you were traveling. Um, but it's my first Disney movie since finding out I'm a father. Mm-hmm. going to be a father. Oh, yeah. And I, I get it. I get the sentiment with Disney movies. i a kid, like all this stuff. But that movie in particular, when I first watched it, it was emotional. Oh, yeah. Um, and it, I feel like that movie did not get the full respect. It did not, because it was the first,
0: I saw it, me and Abby Salton theaters, and then COVID hit.
1: Yeah. that Okay. That's what I was thinking. It was around that time mm-hmm. because it has so many different concepts that aren't, that you wouldn't expect from a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. The whole thing's
0: d and D spin, which is great.
1: Yeah, that I mean that is that is the that is the, the I guess the the what what makes it cute, I guess. Um, but the character uh, arcs for the brothers, like Ian and Barley, yeah, like you think. Um, who was the youngest brother's name again? Ian. Ian. Like, he's the main character, but no, really. It's Barley. It's Barley. Barley's yeah. the main character.
0: Which is it, some <sighs> of the best voice work from both of them. Tom yeah. Holland and Chris Pratt both you don't, phenomenal. You,
1: you don't realize it's it's mm-hmm. them. Um, but, yeah, Barley, his whole character arc was gut-wrenching and yeah. absolutely amazing and well done. Um, Would have loved more of the... Um, they're not centaurs, but the... Um, the mom and the oh, creature. Oh, um, the manticore. The manticore. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, this is why we're doing a podcast together because you can just freaking, especially if it's Disney.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of, I think I've shown you some of these and we watched some of them here. Like Toy yeah. Story has those random spin off shorts. Yes. A little buddy comedy, like pff, yeah. four or five minute adventures of those two would have been a great oh, thing. absolutely amazing. It's just because of COVID, it didn't get the kind of like, no, kind of like Elemental and Luca. Yeah. And, that's why you're seeing Soul and Turning Red and Luca coming back to theaters now. Yep. They're getting a proper full release because they didn't get to, they didn't go to theaters at all because of COVID. And, but Onward did have a theatrical run, but it was just because right
1: in the. But Onward, of- Onward isn't like, is not for a young audience though. N- no. And no. that that is part of it. It
0: is, but they won't understand it. Yes. Yes. Kind of like, um,
1: I feel like they'd be they would be better off doing a sequel because you could dive more into elemental kind of that way too.
0: Elemental is kind of an adult film, yeah. heady. soul, soul is too.
1: Yeah, but you have the kid, In like soul? The, the soul. You have the soul, or whatever his soul. Not his soul, the other one, the guiding one. Yes, like that is I like guess. a kid like element I that guess. keeps kids engaged. Onward, it's just it's two brothers that are. Yeah, in high school, in college age. Did you ever see Brother Bear? I mean, yeah, but it's been forever. Similar aspect. Well, he's a kid, We're, though. Yeah, and he's a bear.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but onward, I I do I enjoy this it. Haslam, I don't maybe. <laughs> <It's like> Jesus. Um, <laughs> uh, I I really enjoyed Onward. That's like a that's a four star for me. Yeah, great um, I think I had did it not four, change at four all. Four and a half. As yeah. Well. Uh, but something. That you were gonna have to watch, um, that I watched for the first time. Uh, my my friend Samuel, uh, texted me and Caitlin, uh, one night, sent us yeah, a trailer. I was very excited to talk about
0: this because when I looked at your letterbox while I was on vacation, I was like, "What is this?" I that's oh, what yeah. I think you're about to bring up—the galactic one.
1: Oh yes, yeah. he sent me a trailer. It was actually a TikTok of uh of this movie, Night on the Galactic Railroad, um, and it it. It is not a Ghibli movie, but it is, it
0: looks like it's it is very
1: magical, whimsical, like, like just like an acid trip, honestly. Um, so it's basically, uh, this is just a letterbox summary, but, um, it's based off Japan's most beloved children's book. Um, and Giovanni is currently lives, uh, in a dreary, currently lives a dreary life of near nonstop work. At school, his peers ridicule him uh, incessantly, and his employer at work uh, is distant and cold uh, as his isolation from society becomes unbearable. He suddenly finds himself on a train head far away from his miserable home, accompanied by Campala, uh Kampanala, no Campanola I forgot how to say it um, an acquaintance from school, Giovanni embarks on a journey that will define the rest of his life um this movie is true i mean it's depressing it's really sad i got the vibe looking at it um but really really creative uh the fact knowing that this is a japanese children's book though is kind of unsettling Um, because of the content of the film yeah it's it's pretty deep um and honestly at the end of it the three of us uh were just kind of like appreciated what we watched, but was like, what the heck, man? Um you should watch it. Yeah, I I'm I think I will because I did some looking
0: at it. Yeah, and I was like, oh, you know what I think I'd enjoy this. Stuff.
1: I so my only complaint with this, uh, I think I gave it four stars. Um four stars on content alone, but it's uh it, there's a lot of dull moments and, How long is it? Uh it's an hour forty seems kind of long 108 minutes an hour 40 is it too long it feels long but there are just some very like i mean it's an animated movie i don't think the the studio quality is like up to par with like a ghibli movie so this was released in 1985 uh ghibli movies that were released released around that time are gonna be like um not house moving castle but um oh okay no either way like you've seen you've seen those spirited like those yes yeah, o- yeah
0: I still need to watch more
1: um but yeah I mean that's just it there's an obvious difference um and I think it kind of it kind of shows um it kind of it hurts it to that point um if this was remade though with that still like same movie just refreshing a modern take I mean this it, it would be close to a masterpiece it's it's really good
0: yeah I definitely want to watch it and hear you talk about it maybe reiterate, yeah. reiterate that
1: and maybe we want to just watch my anime stuff again yeah so should we talk about the beekeeper then that's something we both watched
0: yeah let's do it uh, so this is Jason Statham's new movie and my first 2024 film of this year um, it is very Jason Statham
1: <laughs> no kidding
0: uh, directed by David Ayer uh, which you know Suicide Squad Fury End yeah. of Watch Bright Street Kings which is my favorite of his um, sabotage, tax collector. I mean, he's all over the place. Um, all very. I like. I like all of his films. I don't think there's any film that he's done that I just like. I hate that movie.
1: I think he's got a style. Yeah, and this and is right in that
0: style. Um, yeah. You know, here's the brief synopsis: expose the corruption, protect the hive. One man's campaign for vengeance takes on national stakes after he is revealed uh, to be a former operative of a powerful and clandestine organization known as the Beekeepers. Um, so statham is a beekeeper which is basically this like super super rarefied black he was ops. yeah was he was a beekeeper yeah like you know you call in the you call in the beekeepers when everything else goes wrong yeah uh and statham is one of those and the lady that he is tending bees for outside of her house yeah. basically gets completely depleted of all of her money she kills herself and he goes on a vendetta to bankrupt this corporation that's t- scamming vulnerable people yeah. And he works his way up from the bottom to the top. And on his way up, he realizes how deep and connected this company goes, uh, to the rich and the powerful, to the government. And uh, you know, th- the government tries to stop him, other beekeepers try to stop him, very John Wickish. And that,
1: that reveal though with the, the government though, yeah. the government tie it, that was straight. That was rough. Yeah, it was a bad stretch. Um so here here's the pros of this film.
0: Statham was I thought Statham was really good yeah I thought his acting was actually really good not just his choreography like choreography in a Statham film is always pretty top notch um, and that even like thinking about how John Wick you know John Wick is like the standard for action choreography yeah. I thought the PQ was on par I thought it was really action good was, action was great in yeah, this fantastic it was
1: the only thing I looked forward to in this yes
0: it was really good and there was a lot of it I didn't I was never there weren't there weren't times I was thinking, "All right, give me another action scene. Like it was about paced out about right for yeah. me." Uh what didn't work for me though? And I thought the performances of the whole, I thought Hutcherson was fine.
1: Um side characters weren't it for me though. No. FBI agent, the daughter. Oh gosh, no. Um, no. That whole story was really stupid. That was the that was the the parts of the story to me that felt the most like AI written to yeah. me. Um and it just i don't know if it's the acting i don't know if it's the writing i don't know if it's both but it just it was painful it's like nails on a chalkboard for whatever set piece we might have just came in, come out of with um the the action pieces like it just completely derailed it for me
0: yep i i'm in i'm in agreement with you there um the only people that worked for me in this film were jason statham jeremy irons and shockingly josh hutcherson jeremy irons was Perfect. Yeah, he was great. He was uh-huh. great in this film, and Hutcherson, I thought, nailed his yeah. character. I thought he was. Yeah. I thought he was really fun too. Um, and I mean, uh Mrs. Cosby was fine at the beginning of the film. yes before she off herself. Yeah, uh, that for, was that was a little dramatic. It was. I mean, <laughs> she probably could have recovered that because she got all sorts of fraud alerts I don't immediately know, after. Man, the shame! I would recover it. I don't think I'd kill myself over it. You know what yeah. I mean? I'd probably at least try to try to recover it before I killed myself. Mm -hmm. Then if they said no, then maybe, you know, eat a bullet. But I don't know. Uh, But yeah, as a whole, the beekeeper, if you like action films, if you like schlocky Statham's films, there's worse, there's better. This is mid tier Statham. Uh, I gave it three and a half stars. It scratched the action itch and the story wasn't bad. Uh, It had moments of being like, this movie could have been top tier Statham. It could have been a great concept alone. Yeah. Yes, it could have. And it just fumbled somewhere. We talked about it beforehand. Like you said, you thought you missed something. Yeah. To me, it felt like something was missing it, too. Like I don't know. I
1: felt like... It didn't decide... It, there was a fine line of we're going to be strictly like typical Statham action movies or extreme camp, which you saw kind of with the stereotyping like bro, like the the scammers. And with the beekeepers, like that whole concept, like them, them calling, like just with how that was structured, you could tell they, there was a part of it that wanted to go full camp. I think that is a David Ayer's style thing Yeah, that I don't think is always the best choice. Um, So that was my big hang up with it.
0: Uh, Yeah. As a whole, it it, it was good. Three and a half. That's good. That's good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. No, 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 no major complaints Uh, there.
1: Beekeeper, yeah, that was uh, three. It's not
0: bad for a beginning of the year movie. You know, a lot of people release movies at the beginning of the year to die. Yeah. This wasn't that. I got more enjoyment. That didn't just die
1: for me. Well, like your next film. Yeah, you want to know a movie that uh, was just shipped off to die? It was uh, Dolph uh, Lundgren's Wanted Man. Uh, Did we trailer this? Did we we watch this as a trailer? I don't remember. I I don't think so. I knew about this movie. And so whenever I saw it, um I uh I I don't know. I, I saw the runtime, 85 minutes. I just I needed something f- watch first thing in the morning. I was like, you know, some a- an action movie will get the blood pumping. Yeah. So I threw it on. Um woof.
0: Bad? Woof.
1: Okay, it Lay is, it on me. Is uh pretty rough. Um I'll read the synopsis real quick. Um some borders are better not crossed. Um, already in follows a police officer uh, who must um, retrieve an eyewitness to escort her after a cartel shooting leaves several DEA agents dead but then he must decide who to trust when they discover that the attack was executed by American forces oof okay Uh, so yeah basically follows uh, Dolph Lundgren's character um, who is this DEA agent um, enforcing the border um and basically he is put on assignment in mexico for this like liaison type job as some kind of political or not political as some kind of uh, um pr thing because he was caught um attacking a um a mexican at a stop and basically was it was like your 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 typical like caught on camera cop abusing somebody type of thing and you know there were some some racist things said um i just need to know what made you want to watch a dolph Lundgren movie because i saw it was dolph Lundgren and kelsey grammer
0: maybe we did watch a trailer for this cuz i feel like i've seen something yeah. about this and
1: uh i don't know i just i just it was one of those happy days um so yeah it it it's rough he gets sent to mexico and it's uh, it's a hard watch, honestly, because I can't tell if this is like a big, like it just felt overtly political. Yeah, um, there's a couple scenes with some some other D D A agents, and you know they're they it just is the worst. You need to watch it. Just no. Just, the, just I, I watch just, the first fifteen minutes.
0: I just don't think I'm gonna do that.
1: Um, but it all basically ends with him saving saving the eyewitness. Basically, so I can just spoil it for you. Then you find yeah, out. Yeah, do that. That uh, Kelsey Grammer's character, who was a retired uh, agent, was basically hitting up the cartel uh, people, and uh, was was stealing their stash. Um. So basically find out that he was the one that killed the other DEA agents. Okay. So he has to face off with them, kills them um, so that he can be free. But once he's free of them, he still needs to get back into America to get this eyewitness back. Uh, So what does he have to do? He has to illegally cross the border. Okay. And it's like this big, like, big um, crescendo of music playing the entire time where it's just him and this... This van with immigrants basically (laughs) sneaking to the border, and then out of nowhere, he's just he's just cool. This doesn't sound like a real movie. uh, It made me it made me just like so. You're telling me the way to fix people's political views on on immigration is to drop them off in Mexico with no way to get back except crossing the border illegally. Like that's just that feels feels like a stretch. And this whole movie was a stretch. That's why I that's why I gave it one and a half stars. Yeah, one and a half is Uh, low. It was it wasn't it was crazy, man. Um and the, the entire time, man, Dolph looks looks old, moving around old, not even older
0: than his neighbor.
1: Not yeah, it's not like Sly like in Sly, it's well just, Sly's
0: had a bunch of plastic
1: surgery. It's just rough. Like he moves slow. It's rough. He's in shootouts and all this stuff, and it just feels it's not enough Hollywood. He magic, just man. needs
0: Expendables five to
1: come out. Yeah, basically. Um so yeah, that was uh, that's one. But another movie though that I watched um, that, that goes up a half star. It goes up a half star. Yeah, we can talk about that one. That's a that's a good one. Um, is the ISS, uh, which is the International Space Station. Is it good? Um, no, it's not. It is pretty rough. If I'm being honest. It's
0: funny because we watched this trailer.
1: Yeah, the trailer looks pretty good. I thought the trailer. You looked thought pretty the trailer good. looked good. I didn't because if I'm being honest. Space freaks me out. Yeah. Did the you idea, like gravity with Clooney and Boyce? Oh, I hated it.
0: Oh, okay. That
1: is that is one of my worst. Did fears. you like
0: Life with Ryan Reynolds and
1: um, Didn't watch it. I was really I don't good. think I'd
0: watched it. It's a, it's about a it's basically this movie
1: but an alien is loose on the trip mm, ship. Yeah. Well, um basically the movie follows um uh space cadets um from the US in the International Space Station with Russia. Mhm um whenever they find out that um there has been some kind of active war nuclear war looks yeah like nuclear war um they yeah. look out the window to see earth and basically it's going up in you don't have to pull
0: punches i probably if, if it really and a lot of the other reviews are panning that i probably won't watch it
1: yeah it. i mean it's, i mean i
0: might later but i don't care about spoilers for this one so
1: it is it just feels like missed opportunities for real tension mm-hmm. um this is set up as a thriller um in a one like a what is that called one location like a vacuum kind yeah. Of like, yeah um and it honestly doesn't it, it doesn't execute the way that you would think and it's really bad cgi mm. um there's a scene where an astronaut's having to go out and fix a antenna or whatever and it's just it's it's pretty rough um on the cgi front which is crazy because they really filmed this in space so yeah <laughs> They're actually still in space right there. I don't um, know if y'all know
0: about the nuclear war that's going on. Yeah. Speaking uh, of which, Israel had that commercial last night. It's not Israel. Well, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. You yeah. know which commercial. And they were bombing the
1: hell out of uh, somewhere. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's <laughs> a bad beat. Uh, but, uh, yeah, CGI aside, like, they just didn't execute on the thriller side of it. I honestly... Exp- Which? How do you not do that? Considering what the trailer is like, well, what the- part of it is there's no gravity, and so gravity. The the way that they're having to move around, the fight scenes are really bad. I forget who the actual dude is. The guy from Game of Thrones. Yes. Um, uh, uh, not John. Um, the Russian, Pilo. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. He he honestly has the most um i think impact on screen than everybody else it's just kind of everything even area i can't second stand her it felt like i was watching middle schooler on screen oh wow um yeah i didn't really care for her. um yeah I, I just wouldn't watch it. it the ending is pretty poor there's not a real there's not there's not a real ending yeah no um, I like there's there's even like closure. where are we going it's like i don't know like I don't like that. Uh, it's just... I don't know. It felt like a pass for me. It was a two-star for me. Um, You want to do... I think we do it. Let's, let's talk about it. Which one? Her.
0: Anyone but you? Yeah. How about Sydney Sweeney? Yep. Okay. So, I... You get... Let's just jump with the ratings. You gave it three stars. I gave it four. Yeah. Um. Anyone but you is the rom-com of yesterday. That Like, the forgetting Sarah Marshall. The I mean, a little... No, yeah. About like that. A little less raunchy, yeah. but similar. Yeah. I, I feel like I haven't seen a rom-com that made me laugh out loud and like was actually kind of raunchy.
1: Like smart raunchy in forever. It it I get the it, it is a rom com of yester yester years. Yes. It, I definitely get this forgetting Sarah Marshall notes. Mm-hmm. But it still felt like it tried to be too serious at certain points.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. But I think that actually, that to me where it was a detractor for you helped with me because it wasn't so... All, I feel like a lot of movies nowadays are just raunchy to be raunchy and there's no substance to them. This actually I thought had a really good story. The chemistry between Glenn Powell and Sidney Sweeney was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And the, the chemistry between Glenn Powell and um, Dermot Milrani... Moroni. that's what I really want to talk about when him helping him dive into the pool fantastic yes. uh, but no I, I really really like this movie the jokes worked for me the slapstick worked for me the story and the premise while simple and cliche worked for me um, I thought Glenn Powell stole the show as a whole thought he was the best but I thought Sydney Sweeney impressed me more with her acting than I thought she would here However, I said this at the beginning, she definitely she is a better actress, actress than Megan Fox. So don't I'm not saying yeah. in terms of like acting, but Sydney Sweeney in this film and like Euphoria and stuff like that. She's given me two thousand five, six, seven, eight Megan Fox Hollywood vibes like she's gorgeous. She can act. She's getting a, such a wide genre of films to be in. Uh, like Megan Fox was after her Transformers fame.
1: Yeah, I, on, this, on the Sweeney note, I hear you. I definitely get that she has the effect of a Megan Fox, like 2005 Megan Fox. She is casted in movies for a reason, and it's not all because of her acting. Oh, boobs. Boobs. And face. And and face. And um, I forget what does, what does the, the stepdad say well S guy, got l-i-s um but he made a comment about her that was hilarious um about about her sad face or something oh yeah Um, but anyways i uh i'm not completely sold on her performance in this movie i think cindy Sweeney can act i don't know if she gets comedy yet um i saw a reality reality she was great realty uh yes um uh, so she has. I think she's proving something in this movie. Uh, Glenn Powell, unfortunately, is just way better. Oh yeah, and he, I I think he overshadows a lot. He overshadows everybody. Yes. Um. So I don't know. I think she helped produce this. If yeah, I remember no, she right, is. she's on the she's on the casting crew. Yeah, executive producer. So I I don't know. I think she just. <laughs> i don't know it felt like she was trying to be too funny like the the moments that were like oh this is a comedy scene with sydney sweeney it was like overtly forced whereas well glenn powell is trying to teach sydney sweeney's dad how to jump into a full pool and it's freaking hilarious and it's not even like you know it's supposed to be funny, but it's 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 just handled so much differently.
0: Well, and the thing about Sydney Sweeney is the way she's deadpan and the way she does deliveries, yeah, is very Sandra Bullock-esque, but Bullock
1: delivers them better. Like yes. a lot of Bullock stuff is very Say deadpan. Sandra Bullock's very refined, like classy. Right. So that deadpan is hitting works different than what Sydney
0: Sweeney is. Yes. Sydney Sweeney needs to find what works for her. Yeah. Like And this didn't not work. Well it's just it just didn't, to me, and I, I'm with you on this. I, I, I'm i higher on her performance than you were, but I see what you're saying and I agree with you. She's just got to find that
1: right. Well, my, my favorite scene with her is the very beginning in the coffee shop when she's in oh, the yeah. bathroom and she gets yeah. water all over her pants and she's trying to dry it. Like, that's hilarious. Yeah, And that, I feel like that's what Hurt is. That set the tone for the mm-hmm. type of comedy that we would have. And I don't know, then you get the... The, the scene in the plane was a little ridiculous and i don't oh, know no, i
0: thought that was funny it's i got i got a good chuckle like there were there i very few movies anymore make me actually like audibly laugh out loud and this one made me laugh out loud quite a few times okay and i never looked at the director and now i understand why dude gets my humor fired up <laughs> friends with benefits easy a yep uh and peter rabbit 1 and 2 are both they're all funny yeah, like I like this. He produced the Aristocats. How old is this cat? No. Yeah. He produced. He's a producer of the Aristocats. Oh, the new one. Okay. I was like, "There's no way this dude produced the yeah, Aristocats." Questlove. I was like, hey, <laughs> "Wait a minute." Uh. Let's see if there's anything else. But yeah, no, I I liked it. I thought the one line to me it was the one liners of this film. Those the the dialogue. Yeah, was funny. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought anyone who was really good The the ratings are all over the place. I mean, there's 31,005 stars for this. Yeah. Uh, 15, four and a half, 54, four, 53, and a half, and 63 for three. Only 2,000 half star. That's really low. But, uh, yeah, no, I really liked it. And I thought the supporting cast were all serviceable, but this they didn't really matter. Uh, Sydney Sweetie and Glenn Powell definitely carried it, and Roger being the other, uh, the, the father in law, yeah, uh, was good. And then the rapper, Gata never heard of him before. Uh, but for not yeah, being Pete, a, oh, he was hilarious, yeah, he was fun The was koala like, for not scene? Being like a, oh, yeah, it was great, yeah, hilarious. uh, for not being like an actor, actor. I, I really, I kind of liked his performance yes. as well. Uh, but yeah, anyone but you, four stars for me, three for you, yeah. uh, very sneaky. I, I, I think part of the reason that I rated it at four stars is because I expected this to be a three star film. Like I, I liked it, you enjoyed it more than you expected, and I enjoyed it a lot
1: more than I expected. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it as much as I did. I heard, I heard a lot about this going into it. I feel like, and it kind of tempered my ex my expectations because yeah. there was a point where this was all we wanted to talk about with this movie because yeah. there was so much wrapped around it. Oh yeah, the, the publicity for it was yeah. was, was great, yeah, out of this world. Um, but yeah, it was it was good. Um, something else that was really good that I'm hoping I'm not gonna talk about it too much, um, but you're gonna have to watch. Oh yeah. Um is Marmalade. My boy Carrie. When did we when did we talk about this in here? Was it last last time we recorded? It may be. It's been a minute. Um well it must have hit festival or something like that. Um because I found it. And uh so yeah we watched marmalade. I watched marmalade. Man, I I knew this was going to be like a noir type of movie. Um, I didn't expect it to go as hard as it did because it actually blew my mind there at yeah. the end. Um, stylist, style wise, this movie is style, um, how it's delivered, and how it caught me off guard. This, I told you before, Pod, like this reminded me of last year's Rye Lane. Oh, um, Brian was so good yes um it completely it reignites some kind of flame for rom-coms for me because i think it's i think it's changed my outlook on rom-coms personally yeah um but absolutely amazing amazing casting under underrated casting underrated script and just stylistically like creative like pushing the envelope and Marmalade does that as far as storytelling for me. Um I, I'm How not, was Joe. Joe absolutely killed it. Um are you watching Fargo with him in it right now, too? I'm not. Um, I'm gonna watch season two. I've been been catching up on a lot of TV recently. Oh, so all of that. yeah, yeah. Um so, but yeah, Camilla Moroni, um, really good as well. Like, I mean, she's in Is she the
0: daughter of Moroni, we just talked about.
1: Um, no. Okay. She, no, she is bonkers in this movie. Um, really unsettling, honestly, in the best ways. Mm. Okay. Um, and yeah, you'll you'll really enjoy it. You gotta watch it before next time we record.
0: Who's the other star? There's three. Uh, Aldous Hodge. Yes, how um, he? He he basically he's the agent or something right what the fbi agent or something that's chasing him? that's what he was sure. in the trailer i think or sure. a bounty hunter or something yeah, yeah yeah okay yeah don't spoil anything obviously you're giving me a yeah. little vibes that
1: maybe he's not that so watch it it's great we'll talk about it after you've watched it so Should we talk about our last one?
0: Yeah. American fiction. One of the most underwhelming four star films I've ever seen. That's bold. Um, I was torn between three. Then I bumped it to three and a half. And then I bumped it to four.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, I may be be peer racially peer pressured into this. I feel like I. I, I I, (laughs) It's February. Sure. It's black history month. I feel like subliminally I was bullied into giving this four stars. <laughs> no
1: one did it to you but yourself. It was the blacks. I mean, I've seen I mean, I've seen some some not great reviews on this. Mm-hmm. I don't think this I don't think this is getting as much praise as people expected. When mm-hmm. this first when this first was floated out there, um it was getting extremely high praise. Um it was one of those like Look out for this at the Oscars, and I think it was nominated for for Best Picture. But it, after all the other awards that have come out now, it has underperformed. Yeah,
0: and Um, I see why. Yeah, I was so excited to watch this film. Yeah, um, and I feel like what the trailer delivers and what the movie delivers are a little bit different. Two separate things. Yes. Um, which I don't love it when they do that (laughs) unless you're going to overperform. This one I feel like was kind of a bait and switch a little bit for me and.
1: to that point, this is the, the issue with this movie is that this is two, two different stories in one. Um, it, it focus around an author, professor, whatever that is struggling to get a book published. Um, he is, yeah. you know, a, a black, a black man trying to be taken serious in a world that, you know, there, the, the world only wants to focus around, white people. token token black stories basically yeah, yeah. like white people control white, what yes know. and so he basically and he is a published author already yeah, He's written yeah a couple books but in spite of this this perception basically writes a movie or writes a writes a book um and this is coming on the heels of a
0: new book that came out which is basically this it's a race yes yeah writes this basically a female's ghetto tale yeah in like a like and talking in like a ghetto slang yes, language. Yes, It's written
1: that way. Yeah. She and he's offended. Reading. He's like
0: offended by it. Yes. Like how how is he's like, how is my sophisticated, yeah, articulated, I'm a black man, I'm educated. Why is mine not selling? But like hers is. I don't understand it. It's like he, well, and his, he feels v- as
1: if it's dumbing down and making the black population look worse. Yes, and she and, and she is selling out to that. Like she's trying to capitalize on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so he basically writes this book making fun of that like it's tongue in cheek um and he doesn't earn a pen name um his publisher puts it out and it's a hit um they pick it up and yes meanwhile like he has this whole family drama and this is the part like took away from the movie. It, for me. It, it honestly did. But at the same time, there's there was so much there. It was it was good. It was a good story. It was fine. It just didn't. To me, it didn't fit. within no, the overall narrative it that
0: it was trying to. But deliver. here's
1: the thing. Here's the thing that I, I was thinking about. And this is what kept it at four because I could have dropped this at three and a half. Um, this is. This is a white person story. The family, the family aspect to it. it the, there he is. He is trying to tell a story where these are family dynamics that we copy and paste onto white actors and white stories. And it just makes sense. Whereas we were watching it being portrayed in a black family and it feels it feels weird. I'm not saying it felt weird for you watching and that's what it took away from you. But for me watching it, it felt different. And it didn't hit the like it it wasn't the same, but at the same time, it doesn't have to be like it, it shouldn't have to be that way. Um, I don't know if that makes sense, but like like you have you have a a, a dad that fornicates and you find out all this this baggage that his family has. Fornicates. Yes. I don't know what the word to say. You have a sister like an older sister that, you know, is the bedrock of the family, holds everything down and while dies. You, while you yes, I and mean, you have a a, a brother that's an estranged because you hey, know gay. he comes out as a closet, yeah, a closeted gay man, and you got him Meanwhile, dead, you got him gay. I, those are white family dynamics in movies. What? What do you mean? That's gay. That's black people. That's Asian people. Everybody's got no, dead I, gay people. No, I get that. But as far as w-
0: how this story is told, you're lucky nobody's answering their phone or not. <laughs> I'll not. be like, hey, you know what JP said?
1: Only white people have gay people in their family. I'm saying <laughs> more people. Most. We have grown I used to. Being we've gotten used to yeah. those types of stories being portrayed with white people, and yeah. And so, i I found that I found it interesting. I thought it was thought provoking, but it didn't necessarily stick the landing for me. No, it, it took it, felt- it took away. I personally would have much rather stuck with the publishing side, like getting Same. like. Let's get into some hijinks or something. But that would have been too funny. Yeah.
0: Well, like the uh, whole—I can't remember what the maid's name was. Oh, Mar. Mar That whole storyline, too much. I would. I loved it. Sterling K. Brown. Oh, underused, super underutilized in general. Yeah, because of who he is as an actor. B. His story was the most interesting. Mm -hmm. If we were going to have family dynamics, it should have centered on him. Um. And it kind of did in a roundabout way, but it not
1: really resolved there.
0: Yeah. Having him be a bigger part of the story and everybody else not would have helped this for me. Uh, it would be a definitely a solid four right now. It's a shaky, shaky four. Um, Yeah. The family dynamics just took it a lot, took a lot away from me. Like, yeah. Mom has dementia. Maid's getting married. Dad had affairs. Sister dies in the first five minutes of screen time. she
1: she was batting a thousand though on the movie like she
0: was bringing it and then she just dies exactly it's just a lot of weird creative choices i don't know i just didn't love the family dynamic and that hurt it uh the publishing part loved it yeah everything about the like the adrian brody and uh jeffrey wright loved their time on the screen together the publicist was funny yeah Uh, his his publisher was funny i I liked him yeah um everything about the book aspect of it was great. I love the little think tank with him and Issa Rae and the other three white people. Yes, the judge there's great. I would have loved to have yeah. seen more, um, from the, his, uh, board of trustees yes. deans at the college. Like there were so many other places and this is billed as a comedy, like lean into a dr- dramatic comedy rather than a, this was less comedy, more family dynamic. And I just didn't, I, it took away from the, marriage, I'm
1: all man. for less miniseries, more movies. Yeah but this oh, would ye- have been an amazing miniseries. Showtime. Um, Great Showtime series. Um, oh, what was it? What was the movie? The Fleischman is in trouble. Mm-hmm. i it. Uh, Eisenberg, Jesse though? Eisenberg, yeah. uh, Claire Danes, and um, somebody else that was in Adrian Brody um, movie. Um, Adrian Brody is actually in it. Singori or Samara Weaver? Not. Not Adrian Brody. Adam Brody. Oh. Um, but anyways uh flashman is trouble like is extremely melodrama family drama type of thing and kind of plays similar to this but it's extremely funny and i was reminded of that watching this and that is again compares like that's a very white like i don't know type of story um just it, it just i don't know interesting very interesting
0: yeah, it was good. I uh I didn't hate it. I didn't like it, or I didn't I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. Four stars.
1: I'm actually going to go change it to three and a half right this. Okay, second. good. Good for you, man. Speak your truth, man. Speak your yeah. truth. Right. I this four star Jeffrey Wright is is great for me. Um, I, I love him as, as a human being, as an actor. Um, oh yeah. And I just I wish he could have been funnier. I feel like there's a chance that he could have been hilarious. It could have
0: been, could have been. Um, and they—I think they squandered their moment. Yeah, but that's okay. It was still a good. It was still a good film. Awesome. Uh, so you watched some
1: TV? I did, man. I've been watching a lot of TV recently. Um, something not in the list, but I, I picked up uh, uh, Twin Peaks in some downtime. First ever,
0: like starting no, from no, the beginning. No, I watched, I've watched okay. Twin Peaks,
1: but rewatching it for some reason, I just got in a mood. I was kind of moody, I guess, and threw on some Twin <laughs> Peaks. Did you ever um, watch Wayward Pines? No, you should. The first Wait, season, no, 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 no. I have that's... Matt Dillon and um and Juliet uh Lewis and freaking Scarsgard. No, no, that's um uh Castle Rock. No, I don't think it's Castle Rock.
0: Bill Scarsgard, the the Pennywise one, yeah, Castle Rock, where he's a vampire. Oh, Hemlock Grove yeah that's what i'm thinking of great film. one
1: netflix or film one of netflix first shows yeah great show uh anyways um some series of that i've been then staying week to week on um is true detective night country i uh, watched the penultimate episode uh this past week and i don't know man it's scary like it's getting scary. It's scary. Do we have a McConaughey side we anymore? We got like
0: ring scary. Oh, that's like real intense um, for you. You're probably having nightmares.
1: Yeah. So I don't know how much you kept up with the the Night Country. I didn't. Story I stuff. Um, None. Zero. So in case you didn't know backstory, Issa Lopez, like prodigy of of that's Guillermo all- del Toro. Yeah. Um, like she, like chopped her like a like really got into horror um and that is kind of like her bread and butter is what i'm trying to say um and wrote the series for hbo called night country okay and hbo approached her and was like well we want to do something with true detective any way you can merge the two and so this is what we've got now night country calling night or uh, true detective night country and so it is uh it it is completely dove into i feel like the night country side of it, like the horror side, which I think was the original intent of this for her okay um so it it still has that true detective story arc of there's some crime, kind of like season one where they had the the original like they found found the kids killed the guys and they basically covered it up and kind of deal, dealt with that. Kind of has that same same vibe to it. Um, and they're kind of dealing the um, Jody Foster and other yeah. detective are dealing with the weight of that. Um, the problem is this is only six episodes. And and, you've got to be getting close to the end of this one. Well, the penultimate episode was this past week, so there's finale okay. this week. So it is... There's not... I did not feel invested to the characters. Jody Foster's killing it. Yeah. Um, but she's uh, it's just a weird it's a weird time honestly so but has mcconaughey showed up no do you think he's going to no i don't and i, I, I like i'm kind of glad yeah um do you think next season will be mcconaughey i i think it'll be still standoff standalone type of so no circle back i think i think they're still all co- uh connected um we got to know they're
0: going to go the american horse no. route and bring back no
1: okay um, so yeah, True Detective Night Country is good. Um, something else that was brought back—I didn't even expect this to come back—was uh, a show called Tokyo Vice. Did you ever watch this? No, but I've heard of it, bro. Michael Mann yeah. created, directed. Um, Ansel Ansel
0: Ansel Irscort
1: yeah, or whatever yes. from Baby Driver. Yes, <laughs> he's he's in it. He stars in it. Um, Speaking of
0: what, you got to watch Ferrari. I have watched Ferrari. Oh yeah, you did. Never mind. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking of something else. Go <laughs> okay. all,
1: you said Michael Mann. I was like, wait, you didn't watch Ferrari? Yeah. No, I've I've seen it. Ferrari is great, but Ferrari was great. This is greater because it what? is. It is. It is the most man, man movie like Michael Mann more, movie. More more than Heat. It is like Heat. Oh, okay. What's um, this on? Max. Max. It's a Max original. Um, it, it was released during COVID. Um, Ansel Eggers, whatever oh, his name is, it's
0: not new. I remember this. You, did I just you, watched it. I remember the trailer. Yeah, well, so they the trailer just
1: they just released the second season. They okay. just like they announced it. I think around New Year's, just like out of nowhere, it yeah. was it was rumored to be canceled for a long time. We never heard anything about it, and then we just had a second season just drop. Um, so first episode, <sighs> haven't watched it yet. Rewatching it, it's absolutely amazing. Um, go watch it. Okay. And lastly, uh, Mr. Mr. Smith. Uh, Donald Glover written childish directed.
0: Gambino homegirl drop it like the Nasdaq move white girls like it's coke up my butt crack move black girls cause man f it I'll do either I love p words I love b b words dude I should be running Peta with my D's and my dort- short shorts being all over me my you know, D he, is where it's supposed to be my D is in your grocery this Asian dude i stole his girl and now he's got that koji beef my is like an accent mark it's all about the over E hot Stop. like a park car <laughs> inward sound weird like nickel with a hard r still fly rap my rapper 440 eating white girls like these white girls that eating oreos like these white girls that blow me okay okay we're done we're done we're done
1: that's enough that's enough that's enough look like like toe jam absolutely amazing um i'm i'm really <laughs> impressed it's a
0: bonfire. It Turn is. the lights out. It I'm is. burning everything you mother truckers talking
1: about. Is that like a campfire? You, was that the the name of the song's bonfire. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. Oh. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Anyways. You know who wears a lot of short shorts though? Who? I Donald do. Glover in this show. I wear short shorts at Disney World. Like he wears short shorts though. Shorter than your short shorts. Mm. Wow. Dude, dude is like
0: fashioned I wear up. Short shorts. He wears shorter he,
1: shorts. He's up there as far as like who's the coolest person you want to hang out with. Don Glover's up there for me. George W. Bush. Um, this ben show's
0: Shapiro. amazing.
1: You gotta watch it. I think Abby would like it. it okay. It teeters on. I don't know. Abby doesn't like action. It, there's there is action, but there's not a ton of action. This is actually, this is actually a rom com. Okay. In in a uh, marriage story kind of way. Okay.
0: Wow, like you're talking like a like marriage story. Noah marriage bomb story? back
1: Noah Baumbach, Have like, you seen a marriage lo- story? Not, not like love story. Like well, you haven't seen a marriage story. I haven't seen. I've seen enough of a marriage story.
0: How are you gonna say it's like a marriage uh, story? Because I've watched the marriage, watch marriage story. You watch marriage
1: story. Movie's great. I don't want to be sad, so I'm not. You need to watch it before you have a baby. <laughs> Am I sure? Yes. It'll Help me prioritize. You. Yes.
0: Don't. Okay, yeah.
1: Point being. This this is a complete shift from what the original Mr. and Mrs. Smith was with uh, Brad and uh, Angelina Jolie. brad Um, It's great. I don't know if they'll have a second season, but I sure hope they have a second mm. season. I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay. Go watch it.
0: Uh,
1: best Super Bowl commercial for you. What was it? Oh, uh, Michael Sarah.
0: Okay, that was top three for me. The other, my, Mine was the Dunkin' Donuts one.
1: My Yeah, that was that was pretty great. Um, well, because
0: it all started from that time the paparazzi had a picture of him with all the Dunkin' Donuts well, and yeah, dropped he's, it all. I feel and like now, he's, ever been, since he's, been he's been playing him. into that for a while, though. Yeah, but the fact that the Matt Damon was perfect because they've been lifelong yes. friends. And he's like, you know when I said I'd do anything for you? This was that anything. Mm-hmm. And Tom Brady's really close to Like It was just the perfect commercial. It was the most was,
1: Boston commercial I've ever seen. It was
0: great. It was great. I loved it. Uh, and I actually I like the State Farm Fortuner commercial too, and the Christopher yeah, Walken one was pretty funny too. I thought
1: I couldn't hear the Walken one. Oh, because we were with some friends. Um, I couldn't hear it, so I will have to go back. And listen, I need to it. tell Zach to shut up. Yeah, Zach needs to shut up.
0: Um, all right, let's talk some news. Bong Junho, Bong Junho. What?
2: <laughs> Why? And,
0: uh, Fincher or uh, yeah, I think it's Fincher's redoing Squid Game, American version. Okay people are upset about it who
1: cares i know but thought you should if anyone that. was going to do it fincher fincher should do it court. uh anyway,
0: bong Joon ho will begin directing his next project an animated film about sea creatures how's this make you feel you got mickey 17 coming out maybe this year uh with robert pattinson so that's his next film uh this is the same guy who did parasite uh how, I do mean, you feel, how about him doing an animated feature I, sea creatures. I,
1: I don't I don't know I mean animated like like um, like Pixar type animated I, I don't or... know it
0: just says animated
1: well we should probably have more context there for is our no headlines. more context
0: I've read the news story it just says an animated film okay I don't know what to say about this I don't care okay I, I think it's Bong <laughs> Joon-ho and I think it'll be good okay or Bong Jun ho sure Bong Joon-ho yeah Bong Joon Silver's Anyway, uh, what I can speak more to is Samuel L. Jackson really wants a Mace Windu TV series. Um, He went on to elaborate in all caps that he's not dead.
1: Well, I'm sure this was uh, said around the time of his Marvels press row, press, you know, circuit, whatever they do. And he definitely was not going to talk about the Marvels. So might as well talk about something you actually want to do. I would love a Mace Windu series. Everybody would. I think that's populist like. Like opinion. Then
0: give the people what they want. It
1: costs money. That's
0: called leverage. That prints money too though. That show would print money just as much as it would to make it. Yeah. So whatever. Uh, would you Now that you've seen the prequels and all that stuff, would you watch a Mace Windu prequel series? Yeah. Or a sequel series? Yeah. Curious. Okay. Um, our wives are going to be yeah. sad. Yeah. R.I.P. Pour one out. They're going to be very sad. Uh, Hulu's adaptation of A Court of Thorn and Roses has been scrapped. A guitar, and the series will not be developed anywhere else. Which is a very
1: strange add-on. Well, they must have rights for it, and they're just not going to let go of them. Why? That makes um, no sense when people do that. Money, <laughs> money. money. Um, I, 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 I'm going to look into it. Yeah, do I'm some not sure. sure. So, because that that feels pretty sudden. Um, yeah. So we'll see.
0: But yeah, I thought it was weird
1: that the
0: cancellation that happens, but the whole not shopping it anywhere else seems odd to me. Um Adam Sandler will reunite with Josh Safty for his direct or for him to direct his next comedy special for Netflix.
1: His comedy special? Mm hmm.
0: Oh, very strange.
1: Yeah, I didn't Have know Josh
0: Safty do. Yeah. So unless it's like a comedy special, and he means movie. But I doubt at comedy special he's doing another stand up. Yeah.
1: He's done two, so this will be his third. I mean, does he mean like help write the jokes? I don't know what goes. I don't know, I don't know what goes in the comedy specials, man. Me neither. I don't I don't follow that stuff enough.
0: But it's very strange. That's a very strange thing in the wording is very strange. I but mean Netflix he's choosing
1: really... he's choosing his favorite son.
0: Oh yeah, he did. <laughs> he uh, he he chose the divorce. Uh, the thing about this is Netflix really struck gold with getting Adam Sandler on t- retention here. Yeah. So good for them. Um RIP Carl Weathers, moment of silence. Yep. He passed away. Moment of silence. And we're back. And we're back. I was waiting to see how long <laughs> you take it. I was gonna just sit here in silence. No. And then eventually I gonna be, hello. Hello. Poos has arrived.
1: Yes, uh Carl Weathers a pass uh I was, I was surprised because there was a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, they had to add an amendum. At yeah. The end of it for yeah. Thank you, Carl. Rough.
0: Um, anyway, yeah.
1: That RRP sucks Carl because works. I feel like he kind of found a second wind with Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's just obviously he's getting sucked. casted in commercials and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry for him and his family.
0: Uh, your boy, Donald Glover. Uh, says the community movie is a college reunion. I'm all
1: for this, man. I figured
0: I, I liked Community. I never finished it, but I yeah, liked it. I've
1: I'm in the middle of a full Office we rewatch because oh, um, I just stumbled across a free Peacock account. Yeah, yeah, we got Peacock free. You um, stumble across one. Anyways, I didn't realize that we had it offered to us. Um, oh. and so I've been watching that. But when I'm done, I plan on watching Community. You could also binge watch all of them on Look Movie. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not binge watching anything on there. Well, I watch a movie, but... Well, I watch shows a on there. I, I have two. I, I most recently on there did Poker Face, which is amazing. You still gotta watch that. I need to watch season two of Yellow Jackets. Yeah, it fell off, I think. Did it get canceled? No, but I mean, that just... Season one, one was good.
0: Yeah. Right, anyway, uh, yeah, I am in between on that because I like the show. I don't know too much about it anymore, so whatever. Uh, what I do care about a lot is The Lord of the Rings, The War of Rohaim, the new anime adaptation set 250 years before the original trilogy is scheduled for release date this year. Who,
1: is this Amazon or is this Netflix? Don't
0: No, didn't
1: see. Well, it's got to be one of the two because those are really, probably
0: Amazon because pretty sure they own the rights.
1: I would bet that it's not them. I are will find out. Yeah, I will look up right now. So if it's Netflix, I have high hopes for this because they're they're crushing anime Netflix crushes anime um on this type of stuff if I could see this totally being in a Castlevania type of vein um if that's so like expect to be extremely gory um and gruesome all the all the adjectives um Brian Cox is the main voice cast let's let's freaking go that's gonna be awesome um so yeah i think if it's if it's not netflix i really don't know who who would be doing it um there was some but tell me yeah there's some 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 issues i think with amazon and the lord of the rings ip um i think warner brothers most most recently had announced um along with all the harry potter IP stuff that they were going to be redoing that they wanted to redo, uh, Lord of the Rings, um, and Peter Jackson had been, um, kind of hinted at being involved, um, which is how it should be. You yeah, know, that should have, that's how it should be. But for this, I think, uh, I think it'd be something interesting, uh, something to wet the, wet the people's beaks at the bed baby yeah
0: alright well that's it for our news stories um so you ready for the big reveal
1: yeah let's talk it through we're let's gonna
0: we, we talked about beekeeper yeah and Jason Statham so and a couple weeks ago we talked about Gerard Butler yeah so what if we did a for a few weeks till the Oscars kind of a head head to head of some of the highlights of Gerard Butler v. Jason Statham
1: I'm all for this because I feel like this is the perfect time yeah to do this um it's the time of year where I just willingly just watch movies like Wanted Man mm-hmm. or, you know, the like we said, The Beekeeper. Like, there's no high, high expectations for the type of movies that we watch. There's nothing really big coming out. So, right. this this is the perfect type of filler to do. So, um, yeah, that sounds great.
0: So, I have chosen. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I've chosen very similar, like, kind of films to yeah. go against each other. And I hope you haven't seen a couple of them, because if not, I think I'm very interested to hear a couple of your thoughts on them.
1: I mean, I I know. I've, well, I thought I'd seen Rock and Roller. Maybe I haven't. Oh, I'm thinking Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels.
0: And how do I spell that? Cop Shot. Yep. Have you seen that one? No. OK, so for Jason Statham, we are watching a Guy
1: Ritchie one to start Revolver. Yeah. Have you seen Revolver? No, but it's it just I'm gonna say It just popped up in one of my streamers because they really get the got owned box it on updates. like
0: a, it's a limited DVD, like DVD nice. proper down there. Yeah. And crank. Have you ever seen Crank?
1: Uh give me the premise again. Uh crank.
0: he's like basically is like jacked up on adrenaline and has to live like superpowers, basically. No. It's wild. Uh and rock and roller. So those are Jason Statham's Revolver and Crank. Uh he has so many Guy Ritchie movies. I had to like not double up because I wanted to do Revolver and Wrath of Man. I'm yeah. like, oh wait, no, those are two Guy Ritchie. We're not doing Guy
1: Ritchie in review. Is Rock and Rolla? Rock and Roll so good. Who's in that? That um,
0: oh, that's Guy Ritchie too. So we're doing two. That's funny. Yeah, I didn't even realize he did Rock and roller But that's a fun dichotomy, though. We get one Statham Richie, one Gerard Butler Ritchie. Um, it's Gerard Butler, Tom Wilkinson. Uh, Thane we Newton Mark Strong Idris Elba Tom Hardy Toby Kebbell Jeremy Piven Ludacris pretty good cast oh, it's, it's gonna be great Uh I didn't even mean to do that that's just a happy accident right there
1: I love it when a plan comes together
0: hey do I yeah there you go so we will be doing Revolver and Crank versus Rock and roller and Cop Shop
1: can't wait to talk about
0: it and then we'll rank we'll give so but here's, here's what I said we do just mapping this out right here each week we'll have a winner okay unless there's a tie then we'll tally that as a tie okay and then by the time we're done with it all over the next few weeks we'll tally who's the best action star of between those two okay and then maybe next time we'll do uh who's another action guy (laughs) Clive Owen actually no he's just a
1: deep dive like 80s oof
0: Harrison Ford baby
1: yeah
0: he's gonna win them all
1: Jean-Claude
0: Van Damme. Oh, gosh. I don't think I can sit through <laughs> a bunch of those in Steven Seagal films or yeah. anything like that. You could maybe get me to do, t- maybe do s- Bruce Stallone. Willis. Stallone, Willis, and Schwarzenegger. Oh, just yeah, something like that. A little more Hollywood. But those B movies for Van Damme
1: are bad. But, yeah, anyway. They scratch an itch.
0: Yeah, that's uh that, that's it for this week. Uh, so next week, we'll actually have a proper in-review as we start breaking down uh, Statham versus Butler. Uh, just a fun little sidetrack till we get you to the Oscars and then... Um, we're doing jackass in review. So, uh, <laughs> no, uh, that would be a ton of fun. I love uh, jackass films. Be great cinema talk. It would be, it'd be fantastic watching Dave England go into these stores and just poop in <laughs> random toilets. Fantastic. Anyway, uh, this has been another episode of mostly film. Uh, if you like what you've listened to, leave us five stars. Tell us how much you love us. I will, I will make more content when JP agrees to do a video. Uh, so just, you know, be, pr- be praying be praying be praying for it uh till then we will be back next week uh and y'all just be happy out there y'all be friendly to each other out there and uh we'll uh we'll, we'll do the same so see you next week y'all see ya